of you guys are tuning in. I want to thank you guys for being here and exploring this journey with us. But you guys can check us out every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. I told you guys something's just off. Even my intro. My intro did not even. Oh my goodness. My intro did not intro right, but it's okay though. Hey guys, welcome to the Lauren Pod to Lauren Hour Podcast with the Lord Dannon. Um, and my co-host Dad. We got some special guests tonight. We're about to get into these topics. I'm excited to have you guys here. Mr. Hectic Desire. Thank you hey, for you coming tonight. No problem. And uh, one of my favorite cousins, who troublemaker, trouble my troublemaking cousin, Kevin. Hey, hey Kevin. Let me call you by your real nickname. Ooh. All right then. Sit back. Relax. Trouble. Trouble. No, no, no. The one I call you. What I call you. Oh, which? Oh, no. Wait. Which? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I didn't forget. Piggy. Lord. Or you want me to call you by I mean, the government? I can do that too. Yeah. Don't, don't call me by my government. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, for those who don't know, my nickname is Piggy, aka Miss Piggy. Um, because I've been that girl. I've been bossy, been bossed up since very wee age. <laughs> for real. But guys, I am so excited to be here tonight. Um, we're missing a few people. Um to be honest, guys, it really feels odd not having B-Vaz here and not having Shaka. Since been B-Vaz been out on sabbatical, I've been feeling, I've been feeling a little bit lost because like that is my better half, and I've been having to do this without my better half, and it's been like, damn, I was your better half? Wait a minute, you my ghetto half? Oh, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We gotta equal each other out. <laughs> I'll take that. Right. So tonight's podcast, guys, I really want to get into the topic of self-hate and self-love. Um, and I had shared a post like a couple of days ago on my page and I said, I am now happy with who I am. And I used to hate who I I used to hate trying to be me. Um, and let me let me figure out how to explain this. OK, so it took for me to become a 30 something year old woman to finally embrace who I am personality wise, body wise. Um, because I've always hated that I was different from the rest of my family, even my siblings. So right now I am actually truly embracing myself. And so when I thought about that, I said, Hmm, I wonder how many other people walk through life, not really liking their authentic self. Anybody ever felt that way before? Gotta be honest. Mm, I mean, like when I was, I would say when I was younger, well, not like young, young, but like that child. Middle school, like maybe middle school. Teenage, yeah, because it's like, I mean, I went to school with a lot of middle white school, people. So high like, school. Yeah, and it's like I went to school with a lot of white people. So it's like, you know, they perceive one thing and I'm just like, I felt like I was inferior, but it's like once it was instilled in my head more, like it don't matter, you know, black, white, whatever, you're beautiful, you're this or that, you know, it kind of made me love myself more. And I'm like, okay, you know, so. Here hmm. Hmm, okay. So I, I want to say, I feel a little bit insecure right now. Like, dang, it took me 30 to realize wow. that I like my voice. Like, no, for the longest, I used to hate my voice. 
I thought I sounded weird. I was always told I sounded white. So I hated my voice. I hated my personality because I was always the girl who wanted to watch anime. I wanted to be emo, you know, and growing up on the South Side of Youngstown, that did not, that did not fit. It did not fit right. So I kind of always stripped that away from myself and I always tried to put on the hood mentality or act tough so that I could fit into my surroundings. And uh, I actually came out of my shell kind of doing this podcast of being who I truly am. So yeah, dang, I got some mental issues, huh? I used to be the same way too with people telling me, it's like, you sound, you know, they say you sound like a white girl. I tell people now when they say I sound like a white girl, I'll tell them they sound uneducated and then they get mad and that's just, you know, so, but it's like, I'm I can hope that I pronunciate and, you know. <laughs> and I feel that you got that more fault. from other black people versus white people? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's all was, I've heard it from was from other, you know, black people. Yeah, I think I probably heard it from like, maybe like one white person, but it was like, I mean, they were white, but they was like, they grew up around black people. So it's kind of, you know, those ones are a little bit, they a little bit different. That's like a different version of white. white yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Right, right. But, but, but that's the thing though. And that's so crazy because that played into my insecurities all the way until I was grown because it did come from my community. And I always felt like, I wasn't black enough or it, I know this sounds really bad, but like when I go, I don't really go to hood bars because I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I fit in. Is that, is that, that sound bad? No, I mean, that's no, no. no. I ain't I mean, trying to get shot and stabbed either. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, I don't even like to go into like the white bars per se either because it's like, they might be looking at you a type of way. It's like wherever you go, you're not going, whether you're in a black bar, whether you're in a white bar, you still gonna feel like you're not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've never really felt that way in the white bar. I used to go to Mickey's on Market Street and you know, like the white guys there, they were so cool. The white girls were cool. They wanted to dance with you. I mean, even though they was no maybe, rhythm at all, all off beat, I've been dance for it like you know, uh, trying you to get know, it you had a vibe the whole time, though, but you got the vibe. They get along, everyone gets along with you. That's what it is. You got that vibe. But right. it could also as well be in the certain areas that you're in, because I've been to, like, black clubs in, like, Ohio or in another state, and I felt like I'm out of place. But then I go to a hole-in-the-wall bar here in Atlanta, and I feel like I'm at home, you know? So okay, maybe it could be, you yeah. know, because, you know, Atlanta's yeah. so pro-black anyway, so it's like it. Yeah. Um, so, so let me ask you ask you guys this so have so you said you did have insecurities what were your insecurities whether it been in high school or, or junior high and how did you overcome uh, how did you overcome them insecurities like what made you realize that this was a, a issue for you and you needed to dominate it in order for you to rise above and be your beautiful self hectic go ahead let me start with you go ahead and then kevin you can answer well i ain't really i mean uh I didn't really have too many insecurities. Um, of course, you know, by doing what I do, it's an, either you do it or you don't, you know what I mean? So, um, but I will say that once you do mature um, mentally and spiritually and all that, you know, your mind kind of, you kind of get over certain things. You kind of get mm-hmm. over certain way people may perceive you or look at you. And you have to also teach yourself that, 
you know, uh, someone said it best. Uh, Dave Chappelle said it best the other day. I was listening to Killer Mike album. He said, no one ever said to be perfect. Just be the mm. best you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem. We get we get bombarded by what the ideal of perfection is, and no one's perfect. You know what I mean? Even some models that you see, you'd be like, oh, she's a certified 10, got moles all on her back. You know what I mean? There's something about her that's not perfect. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Even for me, when I do uh, photography and certain girls ask for a certain way to look and I try to tell them be the best you because you never know what story that you may be presenting to someone else who may have a net insecurity and you might be building them up by you walking the path that you're walking oh Hector I love that that is see that's the message that I want to get out there to the people I love that that was deep Kevin go ahead and then um, Hector I got some questions for you weight has always been my issue always been my sore thumb I fluctuate like this time I lost 70 trying to lose another 50 but mm. it's like controlling like getting up at two o'clock in the morning going to get pizza right before they close getting a big old pizza two liter of this drinking watching Netflix and just sitting there versus hey let's go to the gym instead put the headphones on and go to town and that's what I do now that I got to flip it and I learned how to flip it and I looked in the room like oh okay hey, I'm actually got a little and it's not flabbing everywhere. We're working today. Let's get this done. <laughs> so, you know, it's just It's not always been Most people don't know it. That's why I always wear baggy clothes when I come home. That That's the reason. I'm always like, ooh, please don't. And if people right. tell me, like, don't touch me. I'm good. Right. That's a big thing for me, too. Don't touch me. Like, yeah, really. I just don't know where. No, yeah. I mean, I feel you on that. I don't know where everybody's hands could be at. Like, you could have been scratching your ass and then you touched me like <laughs> <laughs> I mean no, facts though. Like I'll be watching people at the red light just all up in there, like and I'm just looking at them like, don't you know uh, I can see you? Uh, you don't got <laughs> <laughs> And then they're gonna be the same people who try to shake your hand at the public. You know what I'm saying? No, no, sir. No, sir. We're not I'm, doing that. I'm a that person. Especially, you'd be surprised yeah, how many people don't wash their hands after the bathroom. I'm just, I observe it all the time. And it shocks me because I be looking at these women like, sis. You know, we got vaginas. We actually have to go down there and dig. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you definitely, you got some pee on your hands. Hopefully. You know, like, hopefully. <laughs> say hopefully. Hopefully. Some girls don't know that. But, I mean, but you would, we learned that in kindergarten. Education. Some girls don't get like, that education. Really don't know that. Like Some don't know that. Trust me. Lord. I know. Somebody don't know that sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Lord, 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 Lord. Like so. you're supposed to do it. Like I, even for me, because I have long nails, it's like if I do do something like, like you know, when I wipe, like yep, I gotta literally yep. wash and scrub and get all under my nails and everything because it's like that's the sanitary. I got, I got a weird habit, y'all. I be smelling my fingers. Like I gotta make sure. Like <laughs> you ever just be sitting there, and you just smell your hands, like. like Ooh, it's a little I, tiny. I need to go wash my hands. <laughs> I, I do that I for don't other know. reasons. Like that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm weird. <laughs> she. <laughs> Welcome, Shaka. Welcome. So I'm gonna ask this question Ladies, for Shaka, and then, and then I'm gonna send some positivity, and then I'm gonna move it along. Shaka, is yes. there anything currently in your life that you're insecure about? 
um, or that you don't like about yourself? And if so, oh, how did you overcome that? Oh shit, you swinging straight for the fence, huh? Yeah, first thing. Answer the question. Something about me. I have stretch marks. You have what? I have stretch marks. You better get some cocoa butter and rub them on them shits. Oh really? You you're insecure about that? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I have stretch marks. I won't I won't take my shirt off to save my life. Not during mm. sex, not during nothing. I shower blindfolded with the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you know what? Sorry, beautiful thing. I got them too, and yes. I have the bras, the pants. Yeah, and yeah. Believe it or not, everybody has them. Yeah, exactly. Everyone does. Yeah. Y'all, no. Nah, to me, to me, it, it shit kind of made me feel bitchy because, like, women no. have them. Y'all have them in the in the pr- appropriate areas. Y'all give life in y'all midsection. Y'all. Get your titties sucked on by babies and by niggas. Like they they supposed to be there. Those are feminine. But who made you think that that's just a woman thing? And that's another thing I think that the reason why we all beat up on ourselves because society says that certain things and certain issues are met for one gender when it isn't. You know, physiological. I can't talk today, but you know, physiological. I can't say physiologically. physiologically. Yeah, physiologically. No, anyway. I see it. Like I see no, it on like on bodybuilders and NBA players. Like I see it, but to me, right. I, I just I just don't like it. So when I see a stretch Sorry. mark on a man, it just it just tempts me to go ahead and just lick it like a scoop of ice cream. Uh-huh. Okay, you know mm. what I'm saying? This is one that to be with a whole basic outfit on at a pool, like I will like, have a white. I will have a white. T- I have a white T-shirt at the pool. You might as well stay at home. In the moment, in the moment of of uh, passion, I will have a shirt on or a tank top. Yeah, I don't do any of that shit. But you know what? I used to have I've body issues. One oh, person ahead, seen me. One person has seen me naked in my entire life. Damn. I'm sorry for. One I'm person. sorry for you for that. Yeah. That's, I hate that for you. Say what? Was that your mom? Is like, is that it? Like, well, like probably, probably. Okay, so one other person, excuse me. Thank you. So you got to be specific because <laughs> mama came out the womb. So, because yeah, so I know one you went in the womb with a onesie on. So, no, one, excuse me, one other person. Excuse Good me. job. Thank you. Thank you. I hate that for you. I'm so sorry. Um, but I used to have insecurities about my tummy. Like, because it's, you know, I, I went from having a bad chick body flat stomach, all of that, and then having children, and then now I have a fufa. But last year, I realized it's my fufa, it's there, it's, my stomach is pretty, it's a pretty color, my stretch marks ain't so bad where it makes people like, ah. And I said, you know what, this is my body, if they don't like it, they don't have to fucking look at it. And that's where I'm at in my life, that's it's just, I think I've hit the age of that. fuck it. You know, and I think that a lot of people need to get there sooner than later because it took me too long to get to the point of fuck it. Because when you live your life worried about what others think and how they feel about you, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities. And that's why I felt like it was so important for me to touch on this subject, because imagine how many people right now are missing out on their blessings or missing out on their greater because they're holding yourself back on the basis of being judged by someone who probably don't have a pot to piss in, you know? And that's where I'm at in life. Like, I don't even care what the next person has to say about me anymore. Allure is going to do Allure, and I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. Only person going to judge me is God. And when I get in front of him, then 
it is what it is. But now one of you hoes and or men are gonna judge me. Say that shit for your mama. Ooh, language. <laughs> Sorry. I did say I wasn't gonna be that. See, that's that bipolar in me. That's that great coming out of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> say one thing one moment and the next moment I'll be like, fuck you, your mama, your daddy, your kid. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know how I get down. <laughs> but let me move on <laughs> from that. So let me let me let me put this on a positive note. Love who you are. If you do have something that you don't like about yourself, it's okay to address it. Address it in a timely manner when you feel like it's time for you to address it. Don't let someone else peer pressure you into doing something that you're not ready for. Because I see out here a lot of people out here getting surgeries or out here um, harming themselves because society says they need to look a certain way. And you know, I hate to bring this up. Rest in peace, Miss Jackie. Um, oh, but you know, I, I I can't say why she needed a mommy makeover because in my eyes, her body was beautiful. But there had to be someone who was telling her, "No, it's not." So, so, you know, so I was watching something on TikTok. I mean, in regular, I watched them on TikTok where they were saying that the reason why she wanted to get the mommy makeover was, I guess, because DC was it like he would tell her like oh i hate your boobs i hate your body blah 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 so like i don't know if it's something that he said to her like every day numerous times a day that made her think that but let's say allegedly yeah i'm sorry allegedly because i wasn't there so but allegedly that's what he told her personally i feel it's bullshit tell us why because i like i said i deal with a lot of you know women i deal with a lot of men and I've yet to really ever, and this is just me, ever hear a man be like, hey, you need to go get surgery. I've never heard that. Mm, I always hear I it from women. And then when the men say, well, baby girl, why are you going to go get surgery? Like, you're perfect now. It's my body. I do what I want. He'd be like, I think right. heard. You know That's what I mean? a fact. I've, I've experienced I've it. I've never heard that a recently. man be like, you know what? Your left titty shorter than the other one. You need to go ahead and do that. You know, I've never heard that. You didn't that stuff out. Yeah. So, so, but I'm so sick and tired of women spinning this narrative that men are out here pushing this false sense of beauty, and it's not even us. But there it's are other some women. men that are like that, though. There are some men that's like, you know, you got to be a certain uh, like figure and like certain stuff like that. True. So yeah, some men want their women to be tight, whatever. Cool. But they tell you that at jump. A lot of those dudes tell definitely, you that definitely, at definitely. jump. I can hear me. It's not once you bear yes. kids. It's not after years. Then they be like, you know what? That body used to have ten years ago. I need that back. <laughs> nah. Yeah, nah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that hectic. But and jazz uh, to disagree with you, I think that all the self hate has been coming from women. I think all the hate women build that oh, onto each other. I definitely agree with that because females pay on other females the most. Like. They always say, oh, we're supposed to build our sisters up. We're supposed to build our ladies up. But then as soon as you do something or look nice or something like that, they're like, oh, look at that. Her. Yeah. Right. She ain't got no edges. Trust me. <laughs> when I post pictures of certain girls, I have more girls that would be like, mm, I ain't like her. She don't got no ass or blah, blah, blah. They would, And they will zoom in and be like, ooh, see that pimple right there under her eye? And you'd be like, you saw that? Like you had to zoom in to look at that. Yes, you know I mean? and then 
And then you know what they do? They pass that along to the men that they're around and they feed that into the men. And that's how men start picking up on the cues of, oh no, my girl said you should look like this and this and this and that because a woman planted that in his head. And so now, oh, that's unfortunate. So now men are getting on the bandwagon of, I want you to have a, a, a certain type of posterior or certain type of breast because men down here is like this, it's this one place, I ain't gonna name it. Um, but it's like a dessert bar. Every surfer in there has a breast job. And I was sitting there like, how you get a breast job? She told me, oh, the customers pay for it. Like the men come in there and tell them, oh, I like yeah. you, but you should enhance this. And they will yeah. pay for that. For them. I mean, yeah. you know, this is Charlotte. So that's how it goes down. Yes. But hectic. I, I got some questions me. for you, but hectic <laughs> desire. Wait, well, who says I'm desire? Yeah. So, I said, <laughs> I, I, you said, I'm sorry, never mind. I, hate, I said, I hate fake titties. I mean, hate I hate them with a passion. I mean, what's wrong? Okay. I they mean, but why? They, they, they don't each feel the texture is not the same. They're not they the same. They don't feel the same. I don't know, because my cousin got her titties done, and when I felt them, they felt the natural. So, they don't, they don't move. move. They don't move. Uh, and you have like a risk of losing feeling, too. So, I don't know. Men no. have there's 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 a risk of them not being able to satisfy a woman who has lost um, sensitivity in her her nipple area. Oh. So that's not fun for men because men like to you know they like to stimulate women. Right, right, you know? right, 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 right. That that's the fun part building I mean, her up and then taking her down. The nipple, you know, stimulate the, you know. So <laughs> that's my favorite. Let me shut up. I'm sorry. Okay, so for, for, for y'all who don't know, my friend Hectic, Hectic, go ahead and um, introduce yourself properly, please. So my name's Hectic from Hectic Desires. Uh, yeah, my job in you know includes the adult entertainment, photography, videography, talent, producer, the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys are a fan of if you guys are a fan of Pornhub, he does have some he does have some bodies of work on Pornhub, but you know what I'm saying? I was checking them out last night and I was just like, Oh she hecked it. I I see the Have you have you uh you work with like stars that we would know? Yeah, uh my one of my best friends uh is go go fuck me. I just got off the phone with her not too long ago. Never heard of her. I don't know who she really is. So, no. I know about the old school ones like Pinky and Cherokee. I'm about to say, yeah, you know, like know about that. They know about you know the people in the 80s. Oh. What's his face? Mr. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Marcus. There I you go. Mr. Marcus all the time. Tell him I sit. Let me quit. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Eric. Eric. Page and Eric. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, so I, you know what, Hector, I want to ask you, what gave you to the courage to be able to work in the adult film industry? And um, did you have any reservations when you first got into the industry? Oh, 100%. Um, so I started, I started off by photography first. Um, and I started that like 2017, 2018. Um, and I didn't get into porn until 2019. Mm, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, I had mad reservations. Um, 
of course you always think of the normal what will this person think what would that person think what would this do what would that do how could this jeopardize me long term versus short term um it wasn't until 2019 that i realized like no one pays my bills but me mm, so, that part you know um has it been hard in certain aspects of my life eh, a little bit but not enough that i'm like oh my god i regret doing what i've done you know what i mean or regret doing what i do you know? so can i ask a question <laughs> i definitely have a, a question that's hilarious <laughs> it's like more like from what he just said like where you said it was like hard and like when i wasn't like like was it like family or like friends that was like giving you pushback saying oh you shouldn't be in this field or okay no um no one's the crazy thing is is no one okay so i also was in the military and all that so all my military brothers they knew and they're like bro yeah you know what i mean (laughs) um um my family's never came to me like directly i think my mom tried to hint at me one time um but it was an inappropriate situation had other people evolve around that i didn't want them to specifically know what was the situation yeah so i kind of looked at it and she kind of stopped um because my mom she i don't know she just doesn't think about stuff she just blurt stuff yeah. out and then, like, as moms I, do yeah, yeah my mom does that um, too. But no like, one, hey. um actually alora you had left but like me and you know a couple other people uh end up talking and I was telling the story of my goddaughter. I have a goddaughter that's like in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was coming back from a shoot. I was like, hey, baby girl, when I come back from the shoot, I'm going to pick you up. We're going to go and eat because we haven't seen each other in a while. So I was like, do you know, you know what your goddaddy does? And she's like, yeah, I know you, you know, you're taking pictures of Cardi B, Rick Ross, stuff of that nature. And so that's mm-hmm. all her mind went to. I was like, well, do you think that's it? And she's like, well, what else is there? And I told her. And so she was like, hmm. And then she went to go eat. So I'm like, how I just dropped this major bombshell on you? And that's all, that's their only response I'm going to get? So I was like, is that it? And so she looks up and she's like, well, what else am I supposed to say? She's like, you're like my second dad. She's like, nothing that you do will ever determine the, or you know steer me away from loving you you know i love you with all my heart unconditional Uh, straight up and then she said that and then she went back to eating and that it was at that moment that i realized if you truly love me for me nothing i'm gonna do whether it's a garbage man or shooting porn is going to deter you from loving me the way that i need to be loved amen that is you've been dropping some deals tonight yeah. But I mean, he made a good point. Like, what could she really, you know, what she she could like? Oh well, you better stop doing that. You should be enough. I mean, there's really all she could really say is okay and okay, right, right. But right. when she's in the city, you know, like she was celebrating her birthday, and I was like, "Baby girl, where you at?" She's like, "I'm in Houston." I was like, "All right, if you need anything, I got peoples out there." So anywhere she touched down. She know God Daddy still got her, although I'm not physically there. Like I got people that I could send out at any moment to, you know, help facilitate stuff for. Her, so, so yeah. I need a new God Dad. I'm trying to go to New York in October for my okay, birthday. You got? So. You have some questions? <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin, Kevin, if you have any questions, chime in. Shaka, you got questions? I'm not sure my questions are the most mature questions. <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> I, I had the same thing. 
right. ask him. Okay, yeah, now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind you ask. Is it okay if they ask you questions, Hector? Yeah. Okay, guys, come on. Okay, now, first of all. You want to go first? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what you were saying, the girl wasn't quite, you know. How, how, how now, all right now, now, how do the men feel when they see on the script like, okay, I gotta eat her pussy, knowing damn well that she been run through by like a hundred different dicks before them that day. Oh, so like, I, <laughs> yeah. So that is a great I'm question. Trying not to, try not to drop the p word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, Juice tunnel. Say pocketbook. <laughs> Love Pearl, tunnel. Yeah. So the thing is, is maturity, right? Think about it. Everyone wants to think that um, doing adult work is the most vile thing you could possibly do. Uh, STD stuff always comes up in the questions, blah, blah, blah. Realistically, we test more often than people that don't do porn mm. we test depending on how many shoots i have in a month i could do a test twice a month you know what i mean and at one point i was testing so frequently the lady at the clinic was like yo you must be shooting your ass off because i was in there like every <laughs> wait a minute week. hold on you, know you perform wait, you perform wait a minute we on the same way, We was on the same. We on the same He performs too. He is on New new set of questions. New set of questions. New set of questions. Wait, let me answer this. Let me answer this. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even care anymore. I got a new set of questions. New set of questions. I think I got some questions. I got a new. I got a new question. New question. New question. New question. Okay. If you're allowed to answer this question, you perform. You say allowed to grow man. Okay. Now, which female gives the fires top? So I recently <laughs> had um my homegirl Marley, Marley the booty. Me and her known each other for five years. For some reason, our schedule would we'd be in the same area, but our schedule would never like mesh. Right? We, it's something mm-hmm. that happened. So this time she was like, listen, heck, I'm coming down to Florida. I don't give a fuck. I'm not leaving till me and you shoot straight up and down. So I was like, bet. So we, uh, this was like a month ago. We did uh, a BDSM shoot. So I was spanking her, whipping her, you know, all this porn wax on the whole nine. And then we went to a POV blowjob scene. And when I tell you, my whole ass and crack was soaking that throat was gobbling you know what i mean and and she swallowed and i painted her face so there's like so i do have a couple that's like in my top five that i'm like and the and the crazy thing is is some of my other homeboys is already filmed with her and some of them couldn't last like some of them popped early and so I got up like the champ. I'm like, yes, you didn't make me come in a minute. Like, cause that was the joke. Like she would make people pop quick. You know what I mean? Wow. She even made a post afterwards. She was like, yo, she's like, I'm not even gonna lie. Heck got some tasteful nut. You know what I mean? Like I can show you oh, the screen the whole yeah, night. You, yeah, you yeah, use alternative words. Alternative words. 
you know. That was alternative words. <laughs> oh, my bad. So Alternative words. <laughs> so, but, so yeah, so she was one of the, and the reason that one beams, because that was like something really recent, you know what I mean? So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. there you go, y'all. Y'all check out Hectic Desire. Is it hecticdesire.com? Yep. Check his uh, website out. And if you want to explore it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button um, or, or the tip button. I think that's what it was. Because, yeah, I was on it. I was looking. I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> when you say you was looking, I'm thinking you were like, directing something. You like, tell your you husband? Were directing something off huh? That's what I was thinking. You tell your husband? Oh, oh, you know that I watch that all dang on time. I'm, oh. I'm on, I'm on, I, you know what, Hecky? I, I was on. I'm on some restrictions. Yeah, I'm on a lot of restrictions right now. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I'm on some restrictions. That's all. So I what's your say. question, Jazz? Got it. I forgot now. <laughs> yeah, y'all know I be acting up, and I circle back to this. Circle that. back to this. Circle back. <laughs> That's why I'm giving him the best Father's Day, cause that 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 that's a real man who deal with me. Actually, I lied. I remember now. Yes. That's a real okay. man. Yes, so you yes, said it that is. You were in the military <laughs> yes, and you started doing the photography, and then into no, I got out. I I got out way before I started. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I actually, so the crazy thing is, is I stumbled into photography. So once I moved back to Florida. Um, I used to do club promotions and I have a photographer come and do the photos and whatnot. So every time he was on his game, I had no complaints. So um, one time I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get a couple girls. I'm going to rent out a location. We're going to do this massive shoot um, and stuff like that. The girl's going to be happy because they're going to get pictures, blah, blah, blah. So we did that. Um, a week turned into two, two and three, whatever. Girls started asking me where the picture's at, blah, blah, blah. So finally, after a month, he sends me back the pictures, but none of them, none of the stuff is edited. So now I have to rush and edit and send the girls trash. They were horrible, right? So wow. at that moment, I'm a, I'm a Virgo. So I'm a type of person, if, if I could do it, I'm going to do it myself so I don't have to rely on anyone else to do it. Right. So at that moment, I said I would never need another photographer ever again in life. And mm. so around my birthday, my homeboy, you know, he heard my, you know, me talking and stuff and heard that I wanted to get into it. So around my birthday, he bought me a little cheap camera. Uh, fast forward, I didn't do anything with the camera, right? Because what am I going to do with it? I don't have nothing to shoot. So fast forward, someone hits me up and is like, hey, I have a model in your area. Uh, do you mind, you know, doing a shoot? She does. She designs her own clothes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. So talk to the young lady. We set up a date, set up a shoot. I already have a location in mind. Um, on the way to the shoot, I'm on Google, legit Googling settings for the camera. Because that's as much as I have not touched this camera at all, right? Wow. I get have that. you seen them type of cameras? Them things like you look at it, and if you really don't know nothing about it, it's like you read Howard looking. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. So, get there, do the shoot afterwards, edit the pictures on my phone because that's all I had. 
sent them to her. She was like, oh, my God, these pictures are fire. My family love them. I love them. Boom. And then me and her end up doing two or three other shoots afterwards, right? Which actually sparked my curiosity into really, really getting into it. And then, you know, as time goes on, I just got more and more into it. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So, um, Kevin, Cuddy. So, I want to know what's going on with you now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, Hector. Yo, Hector. I don't want to ask no more questions. Yeah, Chaka. Go ahead. One more question. One more question. All right. Fine. One more question, Chaka. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. No, ask. Go ahead, ask. Go ahead. Yeah, you didn't distracted us. Go ahead and ask. Yeah, we want to know now. Oh, I'm I'm just curious to know, like, uh, not when you film it, but when you direct it, your sets be closed. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you looking for a job? I just want I just want to spectate. No, he want to be a creeper. He want to be a creeper. That's the, what he want to do. Especially on your party show, right? Um, the yeah, new way now today. is, um, I don't want to say use, but there's a lot of couples that's coming into the industry, and the girl is the focal point, but the girl would be the lord, so the guy could get into the scene kind of deal. If y'all get what I'm saying, yeah. So, so sometimes I have to shut them down because the girls would be like, "Well, for my safety," and they like to use trigger words. So it's almost impossible for you to say no, but I still say no. Like, I don't mind a girl bringing someone to escort them to the set and escort them from the set, but I'm not going to have some dude learn, leering in the corner, you know, <laughs> weird, weird, doing whatever he's going to be doing while I'm Yo, filming. This yeah, that's, that's weird. And plus, you never yeah, know. That's the guy swinger parties for. Yeah, but that's that's the kind of move that a lot of them are on right now. Like, oh, if my husband or my boyfriend can't come, I don't want to be there. And it's like, cool, well, well, this ain't gonna be there. Well, this is an industry for you because what right, the hell? Right. What the hell? Are you gonna get there? Somebody gonna rape you, bitch? You aren't. Oh, excuse my language. You yeah. aren't. I do have a question though. I mean, but that has I, happened though. Like, I, I just want to know. I just, I just want to know if you're hiring. If you need like a personal assistant or something. Do buy no. Nobody wants not, services. Nobody wants services. When, when, you, when you're directing, not when you're performing. When you're directing. Nobody needs your question. services, Shaka. Is all this in the contract? Do y'all have like a contract that breaks down everything? Like people Bro, can't if you, all if that. You, if, you seen my, if you see my contract, my contract's like nine pages long. Okay. And it has even in the stipulations, like case in point, when I shoot with amateur girls and they decide years down the road that they don't want their image used, oh, you're going to have to pay me mm -hmm. and pay me significantly for me to remove any of the content. So, yeah, it's all in the content. That's smart, though, because that's what Kim Kane them did. That's smart. Protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Cause you ain't about to be like, yeah, I'm down now, and then later on you're like, I was so stupid, nah, sis. Right, right, right. right. It is what 100%. it is. Hundred percent. You and you're not just paying me for the scene. You're paying me for whatever I paid you, whatever I paid for the location, whatever I paid extra. You paying it all paying and then some. Yeah. Okay. So I I have a quick question. Then yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, now I want to go to Kevin. Um. So if someone was looking to get into this scene. 
um, more so males, how would a male go about trying to become, or is it more of a female needed thing? So great males are needed, great males. And I say that by not even if you have the biggest wood or you could, you know what I mean? But your personality, because there's a lot of, sh can I say, can I cuss? I you cuss. Oh, there's Just a lot of shitty. Yeah, there's a lot of shitty people out here, right? Male mm -hmm. and female. Mm -hmm. So, um, I would tell you this, case in point, even from a female perspective, if I have a female performer, maybe not the best looker, maybe not the best body, maybe not the best, but her personality, what she brings on set, her charisma, all that, I will book her all day, every day. Versus a certifiable 10 that I know is a headache, I'm not booking her. Yeah, I just, I already know I'm gonna get problems from her. You see what I'm saying? Right. So same thing right. from a male. Um, from a male, be a gentleman. Because um, I learned this from my mentors. You know, I do have mentors in this industry as well. And he always told me, always treat the women with the up, utmost respect. You know what I mean? You try as much as you possibly can. Because sometimes they test your patience. You know what I mean? But right. always try to treat them with the most utmost respect. And for a dude trying to get in the industry, I, I have emails and all this other stuff of dudes trying to get in. I would say... <laughs> I would give this free advice. Start off by doing solo stuff of you solo and then see how that interacts with your fans. And if you're a good look, trust me, these girls are going to be on you like flies on shit. <laughs> That's a funny analogy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hector for the one time. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, good to know. Good to write. You know what? Because when I invited you on, I, I wasn't going that direction. But two of the people that were that I was interviewing kind of, you know, they bowed out because of Father's Day. So I was like, well, you know what? We're talking about, uh, you know, self-love. You have to love yourself enough to be able to do something like this on camera. So I thought that, you know, I, I don't know. God has a funny way of working because, you know, what? You, work, you worked out perfectly. I thank love you, that. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'd love to have you back. Um, Kevin, my favorite cousin, one of my favorite male cousins. Favorite cousin. I wonder why. Huh? You said you learned why? a lot? Why? Why is hey, that? Why I am I right now, names. I think her name was Marley the Booty. I'm like, let me go Google her name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, she's I know who that is. Bro. Oh, you Just do? don't tell my grandma. Don't tell my grandma. I'm not going to tell your grandma. Don't tell, don't tell my mama. Don't tell is, Even after that, I told Marley I'm going to get a shirt made saying I su survived Marley's mouth. <laughs> wow. That is that is a, a, a championship uh, a shirt right there. Yeah, That's yeah, the whole yeah. series. That's the whole That's series the whole right there. That's the series. Right. <laughs> That's a whole series. Shaka look mind blown over there. You okay? He is. He is he like, oh, oh man, yeah. I need to figure uh, out my life. <laughs> That's a whole God. series. I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> you need a job. I need a job. I need a job. I said, hire, hire me, Jack. Like, I, I give good direction. <laughs> but I, yo, fam, don't this is like this. Don't do it. No. 
Yeah, yeah, please please like hire me. Go ahead and hire yeah, him. Please, please. So, I get all behind the scenes don't. content, and it'll, it'll, be, it'll be fun. He's wild. So, Kevin, cousin, how have you been? Let me let the world know who you are and what you got going on. Tell me what's new with you, fam. Okay, Kevin. Richmond, Virginia, by way of Youngstown, Ohio. I don't know why. Then Columbus, Ohio. Then I moved here. Been here 14 years. I didn't give that. I know I've been here 14 years. Um, Wait, restaurant manager, uh, Colonial Heights, Virginia. About 30 minutes from Richmond. All right. 30 minutes oh, okay. from Richmond. Um, pretty much restaurant manager. Been doing that forever, 20 years. Um, pretty much that's it. Now I'm taking my real estate test. I'm a real estate agent. So. That's, that's what I'm doing now. You're going to be out here selling. I'm actually studying while I'm talking to y'all. Okay. Okay. Overachiever. All right. Hey, I like money. Like, you know that. Period. So when you Hank can have a, a, new, a, a new a location to shoot, then he's going to be able to hit you, you can, up. You can have high tech. Hey, you know, an Airbnb sound great to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not for us. Is it, because, is it because of the cleanup? No. It, they're literally um, or the I, just a, I just had a homegirl. They literally just canceled her uh, her booking because they were like, yeah, and it says in there, um, yeah, your online ads and um, adult content. So oh, wow. she's banned from, she's banned. Yeah, Airbnb don't like us. I don't know why not. To me, revenue is revenue. I mean, who right. the hell would know that, that was a house four doors down inside, which I was doing? That's nobody's business. Right. right. You know what? It's all it's all about control and people trying to um, force their uh, opinions on others. That's all that is about. Yeah. It is. So let's move on to this last chapter of the podcast, guys. And I really want y'all help on here to help some of these parents who are trying to survive our adult damn children. So next subtopic. When is it time for kids to leave the nest? And I know most people say you don't kick them babies out when they turn 18. I agree with that. But what if you have a child who lives with you, children who live with you, they're above the age of 18 and they're just partying all the time and blowing their money and not even trying to save it to move out. How do you handle children like that? And do you still encourage them to move out or do you just deal with it? I got this. Go ahead, Hector. Uh, yeah, you start charging them rent. Yep. yep. Or charge mm. because that's the same. Yep. Now, you might not slap their heads with how much rent is actually out there, but you can show them a comparison like, hey, let's go on Zillow. Let's look at some apartments. See, this is what they're paying, and this is what you're going to pay me. Now, if you don't mm. pay me this, you can pay this high inflation-rated apartment over here, and be responsible for renter's insurance, you know, all the water and sewage and all this extra stuff that comes with it. Yard maintenance, utilities. HOAs, whatever they come with that. Or you could pay this bill over here and save your money. And even whether they pay the bill, like I was just, we were just talking about this to to, uh, me and a couple of homeboys. Just because they're paying that as rent, doesn't necessarily mean that you're using it as rent. Now you could, as the mm-hmm. parent, could be using that and putting it in a secret account as a nest egg. So now, when they actually do want to move out, hey baby, here you know, here son, here daughter, 
here's here's the money well mom pops how you got all this money you know how you've been paying me rent all this time well all we've been doing is putting this in the savings for you so here you go because i'm gonna tell you um us us as a people we are the last on the totem pole as far as generational wealth and financial literacy you know what i mean these white people know when their kids turn 16 let me add your little badass name to my credit card because i gotta pay it anyways so now when they become 18 23 their credit score is immaculate and they could go ahead and do what they need to do you know we tell our kids to get a credit card at 18 and don't pay them people yep basically that's what my mama told me yep that's true I got him a high school to hear about too much. That is true. Yeah, so, so what do you do when you present this idea to the child and they're just like, nah, I don't want to give you this much in rent. I want to give you this much in rent. And you don't want to put that child out in the street. What do you do and um, what advice would you give parents? Anybody can take this topic right here. I don't got no experience with this. I can't charge mine rent yet. I mean, I can, but it's probably <laughs> illegal, so. Ivy, I need five hundred dollars on the rent now. <laughs> so, heck, since no one else have children, what, yeah. what would you do? How would you handle that? You don't have a you. You really don't have a choice. You see, what I'm saying because that's I think that's the biggest part with the whole parent being friends debacle. Mm. Um, yeah, you got to know where I'm to not draw that line. At. You have to draw that line, and yeah. sometimes what they say, tough love. Baby girl, I love you, but you're not gonna sit up here and party and come home at all types of nights and da 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 and have no responsibility and think the burden of taking care of you is still on me. No, that's mm. not Can what I we're have doing. A question here. on that. Go ahead. Now, what if the child is out partying and doing stuff like that, but not saying, but say they're like going to school? Would that like change? Going to school is only that's an exception. That's an exception. Going to get your yeah. education is an exception. You got to be doing something. You got to be doing 100%. something. But so, you're still going to have to pay rent regardless. Still, yeah, because, yeah. It's still going to have to be responsible. See, now, if you, were, if you were doing what you're supposed to be doing, see, for me, it's like this. As long as you're working and you're going to school, and even if you wasn't working, I'm okay with you not working. But as long as you're going to school to better yourself, I'm going to support you. But if you're taking your money and you're blowing your money on kicking it every paycheck, I have an issue with that because you need to learn to be financially responsible because you can't live here forever, you know, because I, mean, I think one thing that will teach you in school is how to be financially responsible anyway. It's like you get yeah. more word and you just kind of figure it out. Yeah. But you know what? Some kids like my kids, I t I've been teaching my kids about credit finances since freaking junior high. And yeah, they think, they think I'm like, still like we go out to dinner, they still be looking at me. Granted, it's my fault because I still pay. Like we going out, I'm still picking up their tab, then they bringing their friends. Don't worry, my mom gonna pay for it. And then I had to get to the point where I was like, the fuck I'm paying for these kids and their friends for? Yeah, you know, yeah. my husband looking at me like, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just so used to doing it. And so now when I say no, I feel like I'm the bad guy. Yeah, because you have to See, set that like that like my like my daughter um we'd go out i tell her how to how the you know tip i tell her you know i tell her something as much as even me opening the door i'd be like baby girl if a dude takes you on a date and he doesn't do what daddy's doing for you right this second right leave cutting leave Amen. because 
Amen. You know, I'm supposed to protect you at all costs. So the dude that you need to be with needs to be able to do the same things that I'm doing for you right this second. Right. So even if, he, even if he's just attempting, he needs to be able to show you that he is trying. Even if he doesn't have daddy down pat, because right. it, it, it might take a little bit of time for him. Because can't nobody get daddy down pat. Period. Right. I mean, right. Not any parent down pat. Like I'm gonna hate when Ivy start dating because it's like having to go through Eric is already bad, but it's like having to go through me, like these little boys is going to be, or little girls, whichever which it's actually what to do, is going to be, you know, like running off. Cause like, like he said, you know, like if you're not opening doors or like if we're walking on the sidewalk, you got to be on the inside, stuff like that. Yeah. Like if you're not doing that, it's like, you know. But I know guys don't know that though. Like, like the walking on the inside with the- Cause like, it's not taught sidewalk, anymore. Like, it's not taught anymore. It's a. It's not taught anymore, and b. Women are not demanding it anymore. So with me, that is somewhere, and I was on the outside, and he like literally pushed Definitely. me on the inside. Like you need to be on the inside, and I'm just like, it's only the sidewalk. He's like, now it's not now. Now I'm right. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. Because that's what I was taught as a kid. That's what I was taught as a kid. Little kid. My mom taught me that when I was a kid. Even walking with my little brother, my uncle made me walk on the outside. And I used to be like, damn, nigga, you want me? Ooh, sorry. Damn, dude, you want me to get it here first? <laughs> and then, you know, I, as I'm don't story, say that. You say I know. It's a bad habit. It's a bad habit. It's my video. I'm honest, too, because I want to call everybody so like, a bitch all the time. Out. We so. use that word a lot. But no, it's just like, it took me a little bit of time to mature, but like, okay, because I'm the older sibling, I have to protect my younger brother. So once I kind of realized that I didn't have a problem with it no more, because, you know, I don't know why it's, it's time. Once it was understood, like, if it was never more. explained, I would have still been mad, you know, but once it's laid out that way, it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense, you know. But it's well, like, if you had an older sibling and it was all three of y'all, you know, it would have been the older sibling, you, then your younger sibling, so. Right. Even the bedroom, most dudes don't know. I they need to sleep closest to the door. Yep. Right. Really? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my grandma. My grandma taught me that when she said, "You better sleep yeah. by that door." And the That's gun is right here. Like how our bedroom is set up. I'm like, like I'm closer to the door. So. Uh, me too. Me too. I am. It's true, The way my husband. The way my husband sleeps. He ain't gonna hear them anyways. I'm a bitch. You know, I'm a bitch that took the whole dude down. This dude's still gonna be asleep. The only time he probably gonna wake up is when the police then left. <laughs> like, oh, what yeah, happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely I definitely can I definitely sleep in front of the front of the door when I'm with company. But that shit is so uncomfortable. Because chances are right. oh, because it's not your side. Chances are is not at your side. The the, the 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 spot that's not at the door is usually at the wall. That's where the security is. That's how you know you're not. That's how you're not gonna fall out of bed. So not only not only am I risking falling out of bed, you got the cover, you got the whole bed. Because once I try to move, you move with me. Like it's, it's and then I'm at the edge of the bed, just dangling like my feet at like a short person at the edge of the bed. Like it's not kidding, man. I'm not like gonna it. lie. I've caught myself a couple times. Right there on the edge, sleep yeah. right there. Yep, because that's the only space I have. That's the only space. Wow, wow. <laughs> now I I like to sleep by the door though because um I don't know why I'm like this but I hear anything like I wake up like I can hear a penny drop. I'm waking up and I'm like the first thing I'm doing is I'm reaching 
And I be telling my kids, don't be tiptoeing around my house at four o'clock in the morning, for real. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. no. But guys, I want to take my time and thank all of you guys for um, joining me tonight. Um, it has been, I don't know, guys, for some reason, I've been in my feelings about doing this podcast lately. Um, as you guys know, I miss my co-host, Be Vass, because, you know, normally we talk more politics than anything, but uh, my other constituents ain't into politics like that, so. <laughs> You're damn right I'm not. Well, I don't we can bring politics or religion. religion. We can bring I don't want to talk about none of that. I yeah, wasn't yeah, talking. I'll be sitting there like, mm-hmm. Okay. She was like, let me go real know. quick. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm more the uh I'm more the uh, you know, I am more the the pol- uh the the political type of talking girl and uh social I mean, issues. I don't with, politics with you just I ain't gonna politic with you on politics. So, and you know a little bit of history I just missed that but you know what I appreciate you guys too because you know what y'all show up and show the hell out so I just want to tell you guys I really appreciate y'all coming every week because we all got lives and y'all stay consistent with me and I love that and when y'all can't show up y'all let me know and people who don't understand what the life of podcasting is like it is difficult sometimes because you can book someone and they not show up and then you're just like what i'm supposed to do but when you have your people who ride with you and they always there you know you can depend on them baby that's the best feeling in the world because they don't have to and that just lets you know how much they rock with you so i appreciate you guys for that hey did i really appreciate you coming on tonight yeah. uh, it's my first time having you on um i've been been on other shows with you but tonight is the first night that you came on mine. So let me tell you, you did not disappoint. You came, you showed out. <laughs> I had a good time. And to my favorite cousin who finally, who finally came on, I appreciate you so much for coming hey. on. And- Don't be putting him out there like that. That was just ignorant. Hey, I'm, I I'm the one who I don't go you. nowhere. I'm the shy one. Hey, she'll tell you I'm the shy one in the family. I don't go nowhere. I'm the they gotta come get I don't me. go nowhere. I be, I be in the house. Like literally, when yes. I'm at home, I be in the house. Even when I go to Ohio and visit, I be in the house. It gotta be something big for him to even come to a family event. Like for real. I mean, that's yep. how I am too, literally. though. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. But cousin, I am so I'm so proud of you. Um, congratulations to you on your journey. Um, you are going to do great things because you are you. And you've always been the show up and show out person. So I know you're going to do what you need to do. And I'm proud of you. Uh, to everyone who is work, walking in their journey, keep your head up. Keep pushing. I'm proud of anyone who is seeking more than what you have right now. Because the end goal is to actually just reach the destination. It doesn't matter how long it takes for you to get there. It does not matter the path that you journeyed to get there. All that matters is, is you put your best foot forward, you continue the path, and even when you fail, you get back up. And this will be something I will always say, getting back up and trying again, even if you switch it up a little bit, that is gonna be the number one key to you making it to the end of your journey. Um, be blessed, be well. I appreciate all of you guys and y'all can do it. We can do it, we got this. Black excellence. Period.